so nice to see all of you True. on a Tuesday night. Hello, everyone. It's great to see you guys. Also, uh, next week, yeah. we will be filming a second season of our television show. Yes. Our hit, critically acclaimed, our hit television show, Take My Wife. Uh, and so this is our... Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. Please. Oh, it could almost be louder. Please. It could almost be a little louder. It could almost be more of that. <laughs> it almost wasn't enough. Um, and so this is kind of our last show hosting till all the way, all the way till June. Yeah. Which is almost, I mean, just in terms of the news cycle, a thousand years. <laughs> so like a lot of shit's going to go down. Yeah. First thing I want to do is I want to thank our audience who is so kind and always comes and supports yes. us. And I want to say there's going to be great pinch hosts. Whoa. I'm still learning That's baseball. Weird. Sure. Pinch hosts? Yeah, it's when the hosts are... It's when you it's pinch when the, wait, hang on. host. It's, no, wait, you know what it is? It's when the host is the pitcher and you're going to switch pitchers. Wow. So you send Wow, you went in National League on this one. A host for a little bit, yeah. one time, then you're going to switch them out next inning. Yeah, yeah. That's how you do it. You're going to put in a relief pitcher. Look at that. She got it. <laughs> I think I learned so it. So proud. Um, also, so there's going to be great pinch hosts. <laughs> See, I was going very Cameron Esposito about it. I was like, when you pinch the host at church, you know, the host cracker? It's called the host, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, no, it is. It's called the host. You're talking about a communion wafer? Yeah! Uh, yeah, you know, as you know, when I was a child and very, raised in a very Catholic family, one of my favorite games was, you guessed it, Mass. <laughs> and it's weird that you played Mass and you've made fun of me for playing baseball. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of them is made up, so. <laughs> it's not Mass, that's real. <laughs> You can have a baby and you don't even need anybody else but an angel. <laughs> is what I learned. In baseball, right? You just go into the outfield. Yeah, you just have to go to Anaheim. And there's an angel an out angel there. there. You don't have to have a baby. You can Get just yourself get an angel. a baby. Um, so, when I was a kid and I played Mass, do you know what we used for the Eucharistic 
I do, but I don't want to spoil it for anybody. (laughs) Better cheddars? Which is actually the best replacement. And I don't even know if they make those anymore. But they were very good. The same size. Crispy. (laughs) Very Jesus-like. Yeah. And You really should have used Cheez-Its. What? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it sounds right, but it's the wrong shape. What the fuck are you talking about? Just in it for the puns. Okay. Um... Nice. 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 I like doing shows in LA. Yeah. Since weed is legal. <laughs> yeah. Just we like are a, just a stop a, on the weed map. Just a delayed. Nice. nice. <laughs> for for uh, a pun as well. What was I going to say? Oh, oh, the other option is thinly sliced bananas, but you got to eat them That's immediately. <laughs> I feel you, like you'd be like Jerry Lewis, just sort of. <laughs> But the, he was Jewish, so maybe not. But is is he still alive? My bad. He is. Is he? Wow, I don't know. Who can tell? Know. Whatever. Um, do you know what? Do you know what? How the Eucharist is delivered to church? Just in bulk in a giant bag. Oh. Because as an altar server, I've been back in the backstage. <laughs> I thought maybe it was going to be in a Chrysler van. Something. <laughs> it wasn't that I didn't get it It's that I hated it's it, that I, hate it um, yeah. I know that feeling Oh, we're going to be uh, away And so I want to thank in advance Ryan, who's a co-producer on the show Who's the founder of the show with us Who makes the show into a podcast And Hannah, who makes the show work Every single week So great, Hannah And Megan, who takes pictures for us They're our team I like that you guys clapped. You didn't obscure uniformly. my You didn't obscure my speech. It's like nice they know enough about, like you know you, yeah. what you're about. <laughs> right. That's what I like as a stand-up. What I like is I don't want you to laugh so loud I can't hear myself. You know what I mean? <laughs> like shut the fuck up. <laughs> Just a low clapping. <laughs> yeah, I just want a low, consistent clapping. I don't want that to sound like there's any punchlines at all. Stop doing that. Okay. <laughs> I feel weird in my jacket. I don't know what to do. You look cute. No, I think it's. I feel weird in my pants. Don't <laughs> switch. <laughs> um, Ria, Cameron, what do you want to do? Game? I didn't run this by you ahead of time. Oh God. It's called sure. predict what's going to happen in the news <laughs> between now and June. No. <laughs> You don't want to predict one thing each. I don't want to predict anything. If we predict one thing each and then one of us is right. <laughs> no. <laughs> what do you think? You're trying to trick me into playing the game. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to predict one. Okay, fine. We can move on. How was your it, Easter? <gasps> How was my Easter? Yeah, it was pretty good. How was yours? It was fine. I was with you. <laughs> What did we do? We played catch. Oh, yeah. We played catch and... And I am sore from it, which is a sad thing. Shake the stuff off. Um, What? Shake the... Carbonite. You gotta (laughs) shake the carbonite off your arm. Um, You and I played catch. You don't really have a lot of Easter traditions. Zero. 
Yeah. Because you... Yeah, I mean, one year I got a three-wheeler for, for Easter. You know, like an ATV. Three-wheelers are illegal now because they're very dangerous, and that's what I got as a 10-year-old. I was, just, that was it, the follow-up question, was at what age? Yeah, it came to the residence. It really wasn't mine. It was just that my grandfather or father purchased it from somewhere. Specifically it, for Easter? Uh, it just, I think it, the stars aligned. And... <laughs> The three-wheeler was there on the same weekend as Easter, and it's like, oh, <laughs> Easter three-wheeler. That's what they always say, right? I like to think and on about, the third day, three. I like to think about the Easter Bunny delivering it. <laughs> wow, wow, <Exactly>. yeah. <laughs> Ears flying up. Wow, <laughs> wow. It's a jelly bean trail <laughs> leading to a three-wheeler. And then Where is the third wheel? You just like fishtail yeah. Easter grass. Do you know what is true? Where, where are the, the wheels? Wheel? <laughs> where are the wheels? I know where two wheels go on a bicycle this way. I know where they uh-huh. go on a Segway this way. I know where they go on a car or four-wheeler. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> I know what a spaceship looks like. <laughs> There's no wheels I on I know a about swimming, alligators. I know, I know. <laughs> hey, I know how things look. I don't want anybody to think... I don't know how things look. You know about swimming, alligators, and spaceships. I think that's everything. A foosball table? I know what that looks like. What I was that last one? A foosball. foosball table, then you said something after I know, that. I said, I know what that looks like. I don't know why this is making me This is the hardest I've ever left on stage. <laughs> All I had to do was bring up a three-wheeler. <laughs> so, it's because I'm realizing I'm just naming things that I know what they look like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. really making me laugh. <laughs> I'm losing it for me tonight. Yeah. Um, what does a three-wheeler look like? Where are the wheels? You can't, in all this time that you've been talking about a three-wheeler, which is like at least a minute, you haven't hit it yet? Well, I mean, I know it's two and one, or one and two. <laughs> one? What if it's just three in the front? <laughs> You're in the back like a chariot. <laughs> That's what it looks like. Well, I don't know. Which no, way is it? One. Uh-huh. Two. That's why it's very dangerous. Because if you turn, you basically are like, you just fall over. Why wouldn't they do two and one then? Two in the front and one in the back? Yeah. I mean, that is a thing, but it wasn't then, because this was like 1992. Oh. And nobody... I mean, I... But you're saying I didn't just invent it? (laughs) You did not, unfortunately. It's definitely a thing. One in the back, two in the front. Rats. (laughs) That would have been kind of cool. Invent a vehicle. (laughs) It would be. Um, Don't ask me about my Easter. Rhea? traditions and stuff what are your Easter traditions oh my god thank you so much for asking (laughs) um (laughs) would you like some water yes but I can't find my little water it was such a small water that I lost it (laughs) were you just drinking it and then you're like where'd it go yeah it's so small yep it flew right away um my Easter traditions, let's see. Well, number one, when I was a kid, 
Easter Bunny comes, right? Roll talk. But then when I was older and making my own decisions, but not sold. What age are we talking here? Making my own decisions? Yeah. 18 to 20. (laughs) (laughs) That is a jump. Wait a minute. There's biblical precedent. One you're born, then you're 13, then you're 33, 17. then you're dead. Yeah, that sure. was so funny, right. and you talked over it. <laughs> um, yeah, when I was like 18 to 20, I was observing you the holiday. You were making your own decisions. I was making my own decision. I was observing the holiday on my own. And you know what I did? got more into it. Like, I think a lot of teenagers are like, fuck this noise, and then they do other stuff. Yeah. They climb out a window and go meet their boyfriend. That sounds very specific. But not me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You're just dying Easter eggs. Yeah, I was like, I was like, goodbye, and that's me hanging up on my boyfriend. Right, yeah. Yeah. You're just... Dip in Easter no, eggs. I wasn't dying Easter eggs. With that little Mrs. Claus monocle that they give you to dip the. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. It's the only way you could describe it. Um. No, like I would. So, Jesus dies. You know. I don't know if you know this. I've, I've heard that. Yeah. And I would fast. Spoiler alert. I would fast from when he died till when he was risen, mm. and just think about God. And I know some people said, "Wow, <laughs> nice." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was chill. It was cool. So that's you just didn't eat and you thought about that for three days. I prayed. I went to mass a lot, and I prayed, and I and I didn't eat anything. And I thought about and you thought about Jesus. He was gonna come back. Uh huh. Any minute. Yep. Bring me some food. <laughs> um, but then you know what happened? What? I realized that women can't be priests in the Catholic mm-hmm. Church. Mm-hmm. And then I thought about myself and how I'm a fucking genius. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that doesn't seem right. So I left the Catholic Church. <laughs> This audience, very touch and go on whether I'm a genius. <laughs> Which I straight up well, think is stupid. You came here <laughs> to see me. That should have been you a, are a genius round of applause. As long as you're not talking about three-wheeled vehicles, you are a super genius. That has nothing to do with... Wait a minute, wait a minute. Follow up. Okay, but like, what's a Christ-like way of thinking about three-wheeled vehicles? It's like asking somebody else, how would you design it? You know, like, I didn't want to. I'm not saying I am Jesus. I'm just saying I am (laughs) Christ-like. Look at my hands. The only reason his hands are both out to the side is because he didn't have microphones. Right. All right, well, you guys... (laughs) Solid Jesus material. (laughs) Y'all come here to talk about Jesus? I know you did. (laughs) Jesus and three-wheelers, that's us. I feel like that's offensive. Who are you being in that situation? Me! Oh, you're being yourself. I'm being myself. 
years to get rid of that accent. And then every now and then it just comes right back in there. (laughs) (laughs) That dare accent just pops right in there. Well, uh, it was great to hear it. Thank and you. And I remarry you. <laughs> great. Um, having heard your real voice. You guys. <laughs> are you ready for a great show? <laughs> oh, well. Oh, I know who's. Do you want to introduce this person? Because this is a, f- a special friend of yours, or do you want me to do it? I mean. Gee. All right, well, I want shut up. Then. I don't know. You guys. Oh, what? Huh? Guys, this next comic... He's a friend of ours. He's a friend of ours. He actually started doing stand-up comedy. Okay, there is this genius, and she did a show, and... No. Um, this comic started doing stand-up the same night that you started doing stand-up. The very same At night. the same show that you started doing stand-up. At the very same show. And who hosted that show? You did. I did. Me. I did. You Cameron started it. You started it. I hosted that show, and so I introduced... You, the first yep. time you did stand-up, and this guy, the first time yeah. you did stand-up. And you are obviously my wife. Yes. He has a little bit less of a place in my heart, but a little. I still like him a lot, and he's going to record his first album yes, this is. week? Is yeah. it this week? Yeah, this week. With in a special Chicago. thing records, which is owned by uh, Ryan McMenamin, who's up in the booth. Do you understand how it's all connected? Yeah. Well, you guys, then I think you should give him a giant round of applause. My next wife, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> give it up for Goodrich Gavart. Keep it going for Cameron and Rhea, you guys. I'm excited to see how that whole me being a man works for their new wife situation, but... That'll be fun. Hi, so many of you are so nice. Cameron and Rhea always pulled like the best looking crowd, which is great. It was a good aesthetic. You guys are just sexy and fun. Um, I'm going to start out by something real relatable. Um, you guys ever been at home in your living room getting a tattoo on your stomach? And you think to yourself, oh, I'm turning into my father. I have a tattoo on my stomach, and that's the thought I had. I realized I'm second-generation home tattoo, which makes me legacy trash. (laughs) When my papa dies, I'm going to inherit a shift at the lumberyard. I'm so excited about it. Um, That's how I tell you guys I'm from Indiana. Uh, (laughs) That's the old Indiana origin tale. Uh, Indiana is a very it's a very weird place super conservative Indiana was the first state to go red for Trump which I knew that's how it was gonna go uh, it always does <laughs> in the, in the, I, as soon as I saw Trump uh, as his first speech with a red face yelling about brown people I was like oh Indiana's gonna love this <laughs> Indiana it just, it's just in the culture we just love red face white guys yelling I feel like the Indiana State flag should just have be like a picture of Bobby Knight throwing a chair. And it should just say daddy underneath it. <laughs> That's really a flag you can stand behind. You're like, I've been there, huh, huh. <laughs> the, the one, they, Indiana always votes conservative because it's, it has one issue that it's obsessed with, and that is abortion. Indiana can't handle abortion. They hate it. Which I understand, because like growing up, when I was like 16, I first started driving, going to the gas station, I'd see people, uh, I'd see like guys with like a balding front half and then a ponytail and like a Monster Energy do-rag. And he like took out the gas pump and he's trying to make it his penis. 
And I think to myself, if we hadn't aborted babies, we'd have so many more of these young men. We're missing out on so much art. Babies taken before their time. Uh, uh, I, we, have, we have this liberal bubble that we live in Los Angeles, you know? People think you should have, like, compulsory kombucha colonics. That's our bubble. <laughs> compulsory. You need to. Uh, <laughs> They have their own religious bubble in Indiana that I experienced, uh, which, they, which uh, defies all logic. Uh, for example, when I was a kid, uh, one of my friends came up to me in school, and he was very flustered. He goes, Goodrich, you will not believe what my mom found in a jar of ranch dressing last night. And I was like, no, I will not, because I would have said ranch, and by the way you're sweating, it's not ranch. <laughs> he looked at me very serious and said, she found an aborted baby. Yeah, even at seven years old, I was like, fucking no, she didn't, dude. <laughs> How stupid are you? <laughs> what do you think, like, the abortion factory and the ranch plant share a parking lot? <laughs> and the night shift was like, hey, boss, the uh, abortion dumpster's full. What do we do with this one? Drop kick at the Hidden Valley. They'll figure it out. <laughs> the abortion factory, not a real place. Don't worry. <laughs> Hidden Valley? Definitely a factory. I don't know where the valley is. Looks European. I don't know. Uh, exotic. All that creamy exoticness. I had, a, I had a very weird childhood growing up in Indiana. Because when I was a kid, uh, I had very bad Tourette syndrome, um, which is a very difficult disease to explain to dumb fucks, uh, of which I was exclusively surrounded by. High concentration of DFs. Um... <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know what Tourette syndrome is, Tourette syndrome is a tick disorder. Uh, and if you don't know what a tick is, it's basically like having Mad Libs for your body. <laughs> you just take a random verb and you do it to a random body part and then try to go to school. See how that goes. Uh, very interesting. Like most mental illnesses, I have some greatest hits. Uh, they've all got their chart toppers. Uh, <laughs> So my greatest hits at Tourette's was for a while, I would punch myself in the pelvis like this. Which, like, now I'm a fucking grown-ass man. That looked cool as shit. <laughs> if you guys were to boomerang that, fucking killing it on Instagram. <laughs> but when it happened to me, I was like 12 or 13. I just figured out, like, sex and masturbating. So I just felt like I was constantly on deck at the jerk-off game with a weighted bat. Just like, put me in, coach! <laughs> Very uncool. Very uncool. Uh, my, uh, my next favorite tick was for a while, I quacked like a duck from my mouth, which got me thrown out of my friend's confirmation ceremony. That was fun. The priest was up there talking about JC or whatever, and uh, I wasn't listening. I was in the back giving him the business. That priest was sweating. He couldn't handle it. He was... Looking all through Corinthians. What do I do when there's a devil duck in my midst? <laughs> so he improvised. He kicked me out. Huh? <laughs> my favorite tick of all time was for a while, I chewed on my ponytail. You guys are seeing it too. That meant I had a ponytail. <laughs> that reached my mouth. 
and I would chew on it until it felt done. <laughs> if any of you are curious, that means too hard to chew anymore, so. <laughs> I had a ponytail because in Indiana, you don't get to pick your haircut until you're about 13 years old. That's what we call a white trash bar mitzvah. Before that, my dad was just like, I got a mullet. Fucking kids got a mullet too. I think it looks kick-ass. Put them in some sweatpants, put them on the bus. All right. <laughs> you guys have been so fun. You have an amazing show ahead of you. Thank you so much. Let's give it up. Maria! trying to think about I used to live in Indiana too I mean I didn't grow up there I grew up in Ohio and I like to call that the thinking man's Indiana <laughs> we read magazines there <laughs> I have a tattoo of Ohio on my wrist and when I lived in Indiana I went to a Home Depot there and the woman that was checking me out she goes oh is that Indiana <laughs> And I was like, I gotta get out of Indiana. <laughs> and then I gotta help Indiana. <laughs> All right, are you guys ready to keep the show going? I sure am. We have so many amazing comics. Um, this next comic, friend of the show, I love him dearly, and he has this uh, little show you may have seen on HBO called Crashing. Please give a warm welcome to Pete Holmes. Thank you kindly. Uh, very nice to be here. Rhea Butcher, everybody. Rhea. <laughs> Some of you looked at me like, we're doing this? We're doing the double applause? I feel like the spot, the spotlight. <laughs> Sorry, showbiz term. Didn't mean to leave you in my dust. <laughs> That's uh, fake hubris. It's not real. Um, it's uh, more intense. You know what I'm saying? Have, have you been here before? I'm not like a mean comedian. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not about, like, this isn't, like, one of three questions that leads to me, like, embarrassing you or something. Have you been to this uh, before? Yeah, this is the second time. Second time? When you were here, like, why do I need someone to witness and affirm? <laughs> I've been here hundreds of times. It's normally, I feel like it's a jailbreak. Does that make sense? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if I'm over here, I'm, like, on the lam. And normally, well, I understand I'm not for everybody. <laughs> My uh, killer spotlight material is, uh, doesn't please the masses. Another comedian talking about the goddamn spotlight. Bathroom break. Um, thank you for answering me, by the way. I don't know. Felt weird putting you on the spot. I think we can agree that it is the uh, golden age of being racist towards Italians. Can we... <laughs> Everybody that's not laughing now, who do you think I am? Why don't you trust me? Like, oh, he's taking a hard turn into racism. Like, just give me a laugh that says, I trust you, it's fine. We are in the golden age of being... You don't even know what I'm saying. Wait, you can be racist towards Italians. And don't act like you don't know what I'm talking about. You can be like, you want to go get some pizza pie? 
Are you afraid now? That's a valid example. Ooh, you can do it to their face. You want to go get some linguine with a clam sauce? Throwing in the ahs? That's making fun of immigrants that need to say ah so they have a moment to think of the word. Mozzarella. You understand? And it's fight. It's in video games. I'm gonna win. That's Mario. That's fucking. That's a cartoon racist. It's insane. Why is it okay? Why is it okay? Enjoy it now. Five five months. I'm calling it at five months. This is about to end. You shouldn't be all right. You can't say hero. Don't back away because I said it. I'm telling you, you can't say it. I like you guys. You're strange. Like, I can't tell if I'm offending you or if you're just kind of like haven't found your, your gelatinous quality. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I'm entertaining a lot of individuals that are like, why haven't we merged yet? You know what I mean? And it's not your fault. You've been in many audiences and you're like, it normally happens by now. Like, you know what I mean? Were you still looking for yourself? Like the plane that refuels Air Force One? You're like trying to line it up. <laughs> if you're laughing, you're probably 30. You know what I mean? Like Air Force One reference. Uh, they, say, uh, they say prostitution is uh, the oldest profession. Have you heard this? Why am I doing a monologue all of a sudden? Yeah, you heard this? Uh... <laughs> Uh, it's true. I, the, they say it's the oldest profession. Uh, prostitution is the oldest profession. Prostitute? What? What? You'll find it. What? This is where I feed off the expect- expectant laughs. Like, he's going to land the plane. Uh, here's the setup to this joke. What? Prostitute? What about farming? You need an infrastructure. You need... People need to be fed. You can't have emaciated prostitutes out on a dirt road that no one worked on just like, I'll suck your dick for a turnip. Like, you can't. You need food and shelter. Oh, it's the oldest profession. Who said, just like people that love prostitutes that are just, oh, it's the oldest profession. Shut up. You just like paying for sex. You're weird. It doesn't have to be the first one. And if it were the first one, money for sex, how would you pay for it? How would that go? I'll fuck you for money. What's money? (laughs) Some you get from a job. What's a job? I don't know, my job, I fuck people for money. I'll do that. That's not how you build a world. That's how you get a gaggle of prostitutes roaming the kill side, all looking for food where they can find it, (laughs) because... What is this? There's so many changes. Oh my God, I hit you in the foot. I'm so sorry. Sorry about that. Or was it kind of fun? Like Gallagher, but with tape? It was fun. I was part of it. Wear a poncho or you're going to get taped. Uh, I was recently talking to a woman. (laughs) It's just a loose woman. I didn't know this woman. Just kind of out and about. And uh, she, now I knew her a little bit. We were talking, and she was like, uh, what, what would you repeat? What would your uh, last meal be in prison if you're going to die? What would you request? And uh, I was like, oh, what, what would yours be? And uh, I'm not making this up. <laughs> Why would I? She goes, uh, uh, short ribs and mashed potatoes. <laughs> Bless everyone that's laughing. A lot of you are wondering what my take on this will be. 
short ribs and mashed potato your last meal? Where'd you get that idea? Every wedding? You dullard? You child? What are you, sick? Do you not feel well? What was your second choice? Saltines and a weak broth? You're about to die. Short ribs, just the short ones. Not the long ribs, I just want to, let's be reasonable. You're fucking, you're insane. Short, you wouldn't, you wouldn't even have to leave the prison to get that. They could just walk over the cafeteria. If it's Tuesday, we got your short ribs and your mashed potatoes, you fucking idiot. You blew it. I want to feel something. You're about to die. Feel it. I want sugar and hot sauce. I want, this is real, Roscoe's, chicken and waffles, that would be, because it's everything at once. You don't have to wait for dessert. You can get maple syrup in a glass with it. Just be like, "Ah!" and then you eat all this fat and waffles and hot sauce, and you're like imploding. No, in the best way. (laughs) One guy, it's amazing. Because then, you know, you go in and they inject you. I want to fill the room with a fart that could only mean, fuck you for killing me. I feel like that's the right choice. Short ribs and mashed potatoes. And she asked me. Like, she was like, wait till he hears this. I did hear that. When they announced the menu for the buffet at a bingo game. (laughs) You fucking... If you say, if the guard comes in and says, what do you want for your last meal? And you go, short ribs and mashed potatoes. He should be able to just take out his service revolver and end it right there. Because there's nothing waiting for you. (laughs) That's just a meal. That's just a meal. It's just food. Pick something better. Your second choice, just spaghetti. Spaghetti with butter. Maybe some chicken fingers and some fries. Just whatever's on the kids' menu. No, that's not going to work. I'll do it. It's not, uh, it's, it's not a gimmick. It's probably not going to work. Uh, quiet is cool. Have you noticed this? <laughs> quiet is cool. Quiet is cool. It's cool to be quiet. Picture a cool guy like Ryan Gosling, Denzel. They're all like, you want to go? Hey, you want to go in the store? See what I got? You want to go get some, check out some pizza? Huh? <laughs> They're always doing little coughs that are unnecessary. <laughs> you wanna... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want to go get some pizza, some calzones? Some pizza pie. <laughs> Never done that before. I like that part. <laughs> Loud is not cool. Loud is... What? <laughs> you want to get pizza? Yeah, man. You want split pizza? I feel like it goes back to like basic evolution because you're like giving away your position to predators. Like, you guys eating bananas? Like, that guy didn't make it. Like, Tiger's got that one. The guy that's like, yeah, you want to go get some bananas? Like, he bred and made more of him. And then they're still like, I shouldn't be. Like, there's us. I shouldn't exist. That's why it's so embarrassing when you have earphones in and you can't tell that you're being like, what? Why is that so embarrassing? It's just loud, but you're like, oh, what a dork. It's embarrassing. I thought there was another part to that. Oh, yeah, this isn't going to work. This part, this won't work either. It's because it's less effort. Quiet is less effort. This is less effort. Like I just I'm trying less. You know what I mean? That's why, I don't know if this is funny. This is not cool. This is not, that's not cool, right? This is cool. 
Because why? It's just, I just, I went from resting to, what's up, man? But like, this is loud. This is like, hey, peace, you guys! Like, you have to like, like it's like five moves, like LL Cool J. Like even that, he's adding the kiss. It's still less than, You, I think you melded a little bit from, from where, thank you very much. Thank you, good night. Give it up for Pete Holmes, you guys. Oh, he's right, quiet is cool. I'm not, that's, I'm so loud all the time. How are you doing? Yeah, What's, what, was that, what was up with your day? What did you do today? You watched the L word? What's up, Target Demo? How you doing? <laughs> In now times you watch the L word? Cause straight up, where you been? We have been referencing the L word on the show to vague looks of half remembering for four years. What season? Uh, I'm on season six. Okay, what's, ha- what's happening? Yeah. Is somebody upset that the L word from 2007 was just spoiled for them? Oh. Yeah, Jenny goes bye bye. Uh, who did it? Um, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> who do you think did it? You think she harmed herself? Possibly. Possibly. Um, I have so many follow-up questions. Have you seen all the other seasons? Yeah. What name is name? What, do you have a favorite scene? Um, anything Shane is. That's the right answer. No, it's an answer. Yeah, that's an answer. I have so many good stories about this, but maybe the best one for this particular audience is that I used to have this, okay, shit, we're running late, so I gotta get some, I gotta get some, some points out and, you know, fill in the details. Uh, There's an actor who's in the L word and she was also the Terminator in Terminator 3. We all have seen it, right? This is a big L word slash Terminator 3 audience. I love her. Her name's Kristana Loken. I was a big fan of hers. And I used to have a girlfriend who was South African. And we went to South Africa together. And we were in a beach in Cape Town where there's penguins that live in the water. And then they come up and they rub all over your body. (laughs) What'd you say? I'm from South Africa. What What is going on? (laughs) Where are you from in South Africa? Um, Pretoria. Sure. Well, okay. Um, there we were. In Cape Town, South Africa. And my friend, my ex got a call from her friends. They were like, what are you up? She were on the beach hanging out. Her friends showed up to hang out with us. And one of her friends, friends, was Christiana Logan, who was in South Africa shooting a movie. I had just started doing stand-up. This is many moons ago. 
And I will tell you that, like, she was trying to be cool and chill and hang out under the radar and just be an actor. And I had a real question to try to decide in myself, which is when, when you're meeting a new person, do you let them know that you own them as an action figure? Because <laughs> I fucking love the Terminator movies! And I have T3, I have the Terminatrix mint on card. But I didn't say a goddamn thing. I just played it cool. There's penguins everywhere. She took her top off. We hung out all day, and then she gave me a goodbye hug. She hadn't put her top back on. <laughs> the topless Cristiano Logan Terminatrix African Penguin Beach hug. It's a pretty big deal. I told that story like one time many years ago and it was filmed and put on YouTube like at the beginning of YouTube and then I forgot about it and moved to Los Angeles where actors live and six months ago I came out on this stage and she was sitting in the front row because <laughs> she had seen me tell a story about meeting her and then seeing that I had the show and then come to the show. And so Rhea and I are on stage and I was like, oh no, like the, the end of the story is like, BAM! <laughs> like, it's, like that's the whole end. There's no other end that's smarter than that. And I was like nervous to meet her. Um, so afterwards I was like, hey, it's nice to meet you! And she was like, she thought it was super funny. She's like, oh, I came because I loved it. I was so glad that you remember that story. I remember you from that beach. And I was like, yeah, I remember you from that beach, you know? <laughs> but this all, this all wraps up by saying, you know, being a queer woman is very difficult. Being a queer person is very difficult. It's fucking hard every day. People yell shit at you. You have to fight for your rights. But one awesome thing that nobody talks about is that when the Terminatrix comes to your show because you once met her at a beach in South Africa and then you recorded a set about how you hugged her boobs and then she was fine with it. If she comes to your show and then is like, do you want to go get a drink afterwards? You can just turn to your wife and go, let's go get a drink with her. <laughs> your wife is like, yes, let's! <laughs> and then you just high five forever. We don't talk enough about that. You know what I mean? Like, that side benefit. <laughs> hey, thanks for being in there still watching that word. That's cool. <laughs> All right, you guys. If anyone wants to talk about that more, I can talk about it on other breaks. <laughs> My favorite is when Shane goes over to the pool and she's our... It doesn't matter. Um... <laughs> She's already got it. Doesn't matter. Um, would she take the bus over there? How'd she get over there? She drove in a car? It would get in the way! Doesn't matter. Um, you guys, this next comic, friend of the show. And you know what? I lost some of you because you don't remember that specific scene or you've never seen the show. You don't know who Shane is? That's your fault. You guys, this next comic is such an awesome person. I love her. She's fucking hilarious. Let's hear it right now for Alice Wetterland. Give it up for her. Come on.
even I know, I have never seen a single episode of The L Word, and even I know who Shane is. <laughs> Where have you been if you don't? Jesus, you should be ashamed. Um, shame on you, okay? Uh, I'm, I'm single again, uh, which is why I'm showing off my arms um, so much. I can, be, I can be funny and sexy. Watch me. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's not even hard. I'm, uh, it's, it's hard for me to, it, it's hard meeting men uh, for me. Uh, well, it's not like hard to encounter men, but like when I meet them, I have a hard time. Do you know what I mean? Uh, it's like not fun. Uh, and uh, it's just not, like I don't date comedians and the problem with non-comedians not funny, you know what I mean? Uh, it's tough. I don't have a lot of time, I travel a lot, so I don't really want a boyfriend, but I do like to get it wet. And it's not easy. I have actually, st there's the, here's the problem. There are only so many waiters in LA. And eventually the pool's gonna go dry because I, I, if, if you meet a guy and you say, hey, I'd like to just have sex, uh, they're like, nope, I, you're making, you want me to be your boyfriend. And I'm like, no, I definitely don't want you to be my boyfriend. And they're like, okay, but I think you do. And I'm like, if I wanted you to be my boyfriend, you would be, you'd be dead by now. Do you know what I mean? Like, I ruin lives. That's not how this works. The only reason you're still talking is because I don't want you to be my boyfriend. Like... I just don't understand that. How arrogant. Do you, you know what I'm talking, it's a thing, right? Guys don't get it. Like, no, I really don't want to hear from you again. Just be, a guy. you know what I mean? Like, it's, you, I heard a clap. It's a thing. It's not a joke yet, but it's a fucking thing. I swear to God. I feel like in our society, there's so many, like, there's all these stories about, like, young men whose lives are ruined by something that they did or whatever. It's like, isn't that weird, like, how, like, a guy, like, rapes somebody on a campus and they're like, oh, he had such a great a future ahead of him. Why are we so afraid to ruin the lives of young white men? It's like, if I fucking, if I see a strapping young white man with a bright future ahead of him, I say, let me take a crack at that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'll take him down a peg. I'll take him right off the map. I, uh, I just, I'm a little bitter, obviously. I just got out of a relationship, an epic breakup, and I, it was tough, you know? Um, it was kind of toxic. He was really jealous, and, uh, and I mean, like, irrationally jealous. Like, we went to see a magic show, and uh, he stopped talking to me after the show uh, for four hours, and then I was like, hey, babe, why aren't you talking to me anymore? And finally he told me, because you want to fuck that magician. <laughs> and I was like, babe, that's crazy because that goes against the law of the universe, which is that no one wants to fuck a magician. <laughs> least of all me. Um, so I'm out, of, I'm out of that. But I am trying to, you know, get out there and it's really tough. It's also tough because I'm sober and, uh, and I stopped drinking a year ago. I can't, it's really hard to, uh, yeah, sure, you, you should because I would have hit all your cars. Um, still will, still will. Uh, but it's just, it's not, it's easy because it's like I have the apps and you see the apps and you swipe and then there's pictures but then when you see them in person there's, there's talking. And that's never good. 
and then, you know, eventually, if you swipe uh, as, if, as far as you go, at the end of that, it's Moby. So don't do that. It's a problem. <laughs> I, uh, what was I? Oh, there's something in my hand here. Okay, I'm going to I, uh, I do, I, I, it's tough because I want to have, I want to have kids. I don't know, like, I care about kids a lot. I want to adopt them, uh, you know, just get them. And, because I never really, I always wanted to adopt. One reason, don't want to mess with success. You know what I mean? Uh, but I also, I've always wanted to adopt. And I tell people about that and they're like, well, I'm too selfish to adopt, you know? People say, like, they're worried about adopting a child because they won't love it as much as a child that they give birth to, you know? Which I kind of understand because I have two cats and uh, the one I adopted I love way less. <laughs> so I do kind of understand that. But uh, I don't know. I just want, I want, a, want a child. I, my friends are having kids which is cool. It's nice because it's like my friends getting together making a new friend for me that's <laughs> A lot less judgmental, you know. <laughs> it's cool of them to do, you know. But uh, but I don't. I I want to. I want to adopt. I just care about. You know. I find that I care about other people's kids more than they do sometimes. I think. Like I was listening to uh, the radio. I was listening to public radio. Yeah, obviously. You know, we know. Uh, <laughs> And it was a woman, there was a woman, and this is in Los Angeles, there was a woman calling in because she was worried her kid was going to be uncomfortable in the bathroom if a transgender child came into the bathroom. And she was like, this is in Los Angeles. Like, I thought this shit didn't happen here. And she's like, I'm just worried about my child in the bathroom being uncomfortable with another child of a gender he does not recognize. Don't you think my child has a right to be comfortable in the bathroom? And I wanted to, like, oh, where's the number, you know? I wanted to call in and explain to her, bitch. <laughs> Your child is never comfortable because he is your child. Uh, that's a place that just the, hives, gluten is the beginning of the allergies that your kid probably fucking has because you're a nightmare person who calls him the radio to complain about children. That's a crazy... Th your kid's only going to be comfortable when he transitions the fuck out your house. You know what I mean? Like, you're a bad person. What is your problem? These are still kids, by the way. Still children. Transgender, still kids. They're still kids. They're all freaks because they're made of boogers, first of all. Every child is made of boogers, 100%, until they're like 18, so... No one's else. You're not. There's no. Nobody has a human right to be comfortable when they're a child. That's if that were true, puberty would be illegal entirely. Like, and that's not yet. But when I'm on the ballot, no hair. Don't no hair down there. Don't care. Is my that's my slogan so far. You know, and I am a write-in at this point, uh, and I'm not mm, doing that. All right. Talked about that. Uh, I don't have anything to close on, so but I do have clothes on. All right, you shouldn't laugh at that. I don't even know. It's a weird noise from the audience. So that's... Hmm. Um, take care, everybody. <laughs> okay. Alice Wetterland, you guys, let her hear it! Oh, man, we have a couple more comics left on the show, and I know you guys are super excited. And this next comic, it's her first time on the show. Number one, she hosts a great show called Gentrification every last Friday of the month, so you gotta check that out. Yep, fans already. 
everybody else get on board. But you know what we do when it's a comic's first time on the show? We get it going real loud for them. So why don't you get it started right now? Yes. For the next comic, Danielle Perez. Thank you. Hey, guys. How are you doing? Oh, my God, I love this. Do you like running into doors on your way on the stage? Do you enjoy that activity? I find it refreshing. I enjoy bathing in that. Uh, that just relaxation, because it's the same one as giving up. You guys like giving up? <laughs> Fucking love giving up. Just quitting. <laughs> Abandoning just, like, responsibilities and relationships and babies. Like... <laughs> You're in bad boys and explosions going off and you're just walking around with your sunglasses like, yeah. Taking in that wreckage, leaving it in your wake. I don't know. Like, I, like my vision board is completely filled with people giving up. <laughs> giving up on yoga, giving up juice cleanses, giving up on sobriety. It's honestly everything. <laughs> I, like, as someone who's constantly giving up, I just think that Mariah Carey did, like, an amazing job. <laughs> I don't think anyone's talking about it or really giving her credit, you know? And it's hard, though, because, like, I am the daughter of immigrants. My father is from the Dominican Republic, and I know... Woo! Hell yeah, DR! Shouts out in the back. But I know that my father, like, he didn't come here to this country and fight in Vietnam so that I could give up. You know, he did that so that I could drink LaCroix and buy crystals. <laughs> I am Latina, black Tina if you're insufferable. And <laughs> white people are fun. Uh, white people, they just think that I'm a very safe person to run all their casual racism by because I enjoy Wes Anderson films and I brunch. <laughs> I love to brunch. It's a passion. It's a joy of mine. And we're here in Los Feliz, so I don't have to tell you that it's just a sacred meal that's shared and enjoyed by straight women and homosexual men, where we bond over our shared love of wide-brim hats and dick. You guys, I treat this meal with so much respect that I begin every single brunch order with just a high-pitched, is it possible? <laughs> That way my server knows it's okay to spit in my mimosa. It's two times, one for each foot I'm missing. We're here, sir. I mean, just footloose and fancy free. We're doing it, you know, I'm living it. Uh, I was on my way to brunch recently in Highland Park, the neighborhood I grew up in. I was just taking in the sights and sounds of the urban life around me. I saw two people fucking on the sidewalk. They were literally lying down in broad daylight, going at it so hard. It was amazing. <laughs> At the time, though, I didn't know how to process it. I was like, oh, are they doing their part to fight the gentrification that's destroying my neighborhood? Or am I just jealous that I'll never know love that pure and true? <laughs> I am single, but make no mistake about it, P does enter my V&A from time to time. It's dope, it's tight, you know? But it is frustrating when I'm hooking up with a guy and we get to that part where I'm like, all right, you gotta choke me now, and they freak out. <laughs> They're like, why are you into such weird sex stuff? Dude, why aren't you focused on making me come? <laughs> I'm giving you all the steps and telling you exactly what to do. I'm making this very easy for you. 
I think the reason they freak out is they're like, uh-oh, maybe there's some past trauma there. Maybe she's been sexually assaulted or raped. And I was, but I was in a choking years before that happened. Trauma happened post-choking. That's my mom's favorite joke. I'm excited to start therapy so I can stop buying crystals. I ghosted all my therapists about two years ago and realized I should get back into it when I started daydreaming about walking into traffic and like, I don't even have feet. <laughs> I told her and she was really, she got very concerned. I was like, no, it's like one day I hope to have feet and then walk into traffic. It's aspirational. <laughs> but the reason I quit is that she was asking me all these questions that I think didn't really apply to me. She was like, who are your heroes? Who are your role models? And all I could think was Carrie Bradshaw and Karen from Will and Grace. <laughs> which means I aspire to be an independently wealthy white woman with a drinking problem. <laughs> you guys, I am almost there. <laughs> Not to brag, but I've been court ordered to attend some cool meetings. <laughs> they ask you super chill questions. <laughs> Things like, is your life unmanageable? Well, I managed to total a Volvo, barrel through a welcome to Riverside sign, blow up 0.167 and still not go to jail. So think I'm managing just fine. Pretty sure this is how managing works. And I feel that chill in the area, like, wow, Danielle, flagrant behavior. <laughs> How are you not taken into police custody? Well, when a cop asks you to step outside your vehicle and you say, sure thing, let me just put together my wheelchair, then proceed to assemble it in front of him, he's not going to want you in that cop car. <laughs> I literally saw an officer of the law just turn into a surly Uber driver <laughs> right before my eyes. Like, we have so much riot gear. <laughs> in the back. Is there literally anyone else you can call? I feel, you know, okay, you know, there's a little pushback, yeah. You're like, wow, Danielle, way to flaunt all that disabled privilege. <laughs> okay, you literally can't use the bathrooms here at this very venue. Uh, <laughs> you know, but able-bodied lives do matter. I am an ally. I stand for you, not literally, but I do use that hashtag on Twitter frequently. You guys, this is a great show. We turning up, we getting turned. Yeah. I love turning up. I was at the club recently, popping bottles, popping wheelies, as you do. <laughs> there I learned some key things about the club and how it operates. I learned that Genuine created the 1996 classic Pony so that white women would have a soundtrack for physically imposing themselves onto others. It was like that song came on and they saw me, but they just saw Cher. And they were like, ooh, I can recreate flash dance all over this. But then they realized I was sentient started to reanimate right before their very eyes, like some large chest armoire from Beauty and the Beast. They were like, oh my God, you're here. You're on the dance floor, you're doing it, you're killing it. And like, I love being an inspiration, but I do not appreciate being cock blocked. I'm at the club trying to do what all you were trying to do, right? I'm just trying to pop my pussy off this wheelchair, go home with a 10. They kept interrupting me though. They're like, you're so brave. Yeah, I know. I'm not gonna use a condom later. <laughs> All right, I've been Danielle Price. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> Keep it fucked up for Danielle, you guys. She's hilarious. You guys are very sweet and slash like <laughs> I wish you could have heard you responding to the question of are whether or not you are turnt. 
Woo, woo. I guess. Like, what are we, is every, what is our median age tonight? Is it just that, like, it's usually it's a very, there's a lot of, we're on, we have a lot of cross sections here, but I kind of feel like Coachella just fucked us, you know? And so it's, it's all just straight up 45 year olds. <laughs> Do you guys, does anybody here use Snapchat? Is that even a thing to ask? I've never used it one time. That's not true. I've used it one time. I used it one time. I installed it on my phone to do the thing where you face swap. And I put my face onto a picture of Rhea. And then I cried because that was the child we'll never have. So thanks fucking a lot. Kids, the future, Snapchat, millennials, fucking with my shit. See, you laugh a lot and then it goes right away. Where did those laughs go? It was so funny. And then you got sad? What happened? (laughs) Oh, no! No! Are you turned? Maybe. (laughs) Yeah. All right, well, you guys, we got two comics left. Uh, I always get so Chicago when I say the word comic. Like, I've I've, I've lost most of it, but then when I'm like, all right, we got two comics left. (laughs) And the Cubs are the reigning champs of the World Series. (laughs) All right, uh, we got a couple comics left, and uh, this next dude, hey, speaking of which, I met this guy in Chicago, and then I, and I've known him since, and so that's been, what, one, one decade? Uh, let's hear right now from Mr. Tony Sam, guys, give it up for him, come on! Thank you! Sorry about that. Where the hell did they go? Hello! (laughs) That's my real voice. I apologize. Anyways, uh... Shut up about it! A lot of girls are always like, why are you so quiet during sex? I'm like, is this what you want to hear? It's like, woo! I'm coming! I'm using my girlfriend's deodorant these days. It's not bad. Secret. You know the commercial. It's strong enough for a man, but it's pH balanced for a woman. Like you. I always always liked that commercial, because I always thought it'd be better if it was like a Ricardo Montalban type guy saying that line. They're like, Secret deodorant. It's strong enough for a man, huh? But it's pH balanced for a woman. Huh? Oh, I'm glad I said that out loud. <laughs> Woo! 
Hey, gang. Got my grammar corrected at a Burger King today. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I thought that was a safe space. Like, you walk in there and say whatever you want. Like, supposedly. <laughs> or nuclear. <laughs> library. Like, hey, that guy knows what he's talking about. Give him whatever he wants. Like, I thought it was like Craigslist. All grammar bets are off. Have you been on there lately? Woo! It is a grammatical war zone. Just, oh, you, you know what I'm talking about. You had to vocally say that out loud. Like, you, you were on my page. It is. You hanging out on Craigslist a lot? <laughs> right? I was looking up this. Uh, I was looking up this Bose stereo system. I got money, sister, but I like a good bargain. <laughs> he went out there, just riddled with mistakes. One sentence had six periods in the middle of it, like the most pregnant pause you'd ever seen. Like I can't wait to see what happens next with this fucking stereo. Just capital letters. Just looks like someone had a handful of them and just threw them at the page. <laughs> Everywhere, and at the end of the the ad, it, it said, "If you have any questions, call or test me." <laughs> you better goddamn believe I did. <laughs> I got a few multiple choice questions about this fucking stereo. <sighs> Guys, look, I came up here. I was gonna tell you a couple yuck yucks. Get out of here. But something happened tonight, just something really terrible. You ever have that thing, that one thing happened to you, and you're like, I'm done. Game over. I'm out. Cash my chips in. <laughs> that happened tonight. I was, uh, I was eating popcorn for dinner. As I want to do. I'm an adult. I can eat whatever I want, turns out. Whenever I want. I call the shots. So I was eating uh, the Chicago mix. If you know what that is, you know what I'm talking about. It's caramel corn, ch cheddar corn, mixed together. Makes sense on, doesn't make sense on paper. It doesn't, but it makes sense right in here. It always makes sense in here, but I love it. I love it. I always have like, uh, you know, those Christmas tins. You get those big tins. For, I always have two of those in the chamber. You know what I mean? I always, two of those ready to go in the closet, but I always have, I was sitting on the, I was sitting on the couch tonight I was watching a little TV with my... Was, I, I cradle it like it's my son. Like I keep my popcorn tin here. And I'm just, I'm just grabbing and eating. Grabbing and not even looking. It's like the sixth sense. I don't see ghosts. I know where the popcorn is at all times. I just... And life is good. Except I dropped one. Right in the middle of the cushion there. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Most, most normal people would say, yeah, we'll let that one go. That one's for the universe. The, uni <laughs> the universe gets that one. Be it caramel, be it cheddar. We'll never know. But I don't like to waste. I like my popcorns. <laughs> All of it. You know, you lift up couch cushions and you usually find like chips and coins and popcorn. You won't find that in my house because I ate it all. <laughs> so I reached down without looking 
and I grab what I believe is a kernel of popcorn. Now it has the same size and weight. You know, it's it would have passed that test if it was the Indiana Jones thing, and I was gonna swap out the the the, the idol with that thing and be like, yeah, that works. I could have done it. So I grab it and I get it to right about here. Like it's like. Time slows. And I see it's not popcorn. It is a nugget of cat shit. But an object in motion tends to stay in motion. is very difficult for me. <laughs> and it touches my lip, and I throw it, and I scream! And I run to the bathroom, and I'm just, I'm washing, it's just soap and water, soap and water, seven times by God. But that's the kind of stain you can't get off. You know what I mean? My girlfriend, she rushes to the bathroom to see what's the matter. That was weird. <laughs> I find aid funny. She runs to the bathroom. She's like, what the hell happened? Are you okay? I go, I can never tell you. If I do this whole house of cards comes tumbling down. This life we built is over. She goes, come on, it can't be that bad. I said, okay, I'll play. I just almost ate cat shit. And she goes, Jesus Christ, you got a real problem. (laughs) You like popcorn that much? You almost ate cat shit? I go, no, the real problem here is why is there cat shit between the couch cushions? And she goes, no, the real problem is we don't own cats. Thank you, guys. I've been Tony Sam. Tony Sam, you guys let him hear it. Oh, man, you guys, we have one final comic left for you. Do you have it in your hearts for this final comic that is going to slay you? I thought that you did. I sang a little bit at the end there. She is also a friend of the show. She is also a hilarious comic. And you will see her on At Midnight again tomorrow night. Please give a warm welcome to Marcella Aguelo right now. Keep it going. Keep it going. Oh, good. You guys actually kept it going. Thank you. Sure, if you would. Um, what's up, guys? My name is Marcella. Very tall for a woman. Move on. Move on. Just move on. Um, <laughs> I uh, I want to talk about Trump. He's a piece of shit. I think we could all agree. Uh, if you don't agree, get out of this country, please. We don't need you. Um, he's a piece of shit. He's doing all kinds of fucked up shit. He's trying to take away transgender people's rights, which is really fucked up. And I'm going to defend trans people through and through, um, not just because it's the right thing to do, but because I get mistaken for trans all the time. And I am scared as fuck, bitch. I'm fucking scared. I'm fucking scared, okay? It's a real fear I have. 
Um, and I, I think the transgender bathroom debate is stupid as hell to begin with. If we're going to separate bathrooms, it should be uh, by people who clean up after themselves and people who don't. <laughs> I am sick of these big urethra-ass bitches just spraying everything. And then I gotta use the toilet after you, bitch. I gotta clean up after you. That's the most anti-feminist shit I've ever seen. Use the men rooms, you filthy fucking big-ass urethra-ass whore. <laughs> That's not how that works. Um, I'm sick of it. I've uh, decided to get breast implants. I have. I decided to get breast implants. Uh, hold your applause. I, because I'm convinced that when we go into World War III and there's a draft, Trump is going to pardon any woman with big tits. Insert laughter here. Thank you. I'm not getting fucking breast implants, guys. I have no self-esteem issues. My mom wants me to remind, like, to say that I'm not getting breast implants. She wants me to say it every time I tell that joke. So there, I said it. She's like, I have to explain to the family, Marcela, no. I was like, I'm not, it's a joke. She's like, they won't know. So, I have to say it every time. I promised her I would. Um, I have uh, decided to go back to therapy, and I, and I told my mom, I tell my mom everything. So I was telling my mom, and she looked at me, like I just told her I had an abortion. She's like, ay, por qué, Marcela, no! I was like, because you fucked me up, bitch. That's why. Um, get off the floor. Um, and that's the thing about immigrant parents. They don't believe in mental health disorders. They don't. Um, they don't. They don't believe in anxiety, depression, ADHD. They don't believe in none of that shit. You're either retarded or you're not. You see the brown people are into this joke? You see that? They're clapping. The white people are like, you can't say that word. No, but they say it to us all the fucking time. That's how we talk. Fuck. That shit is real, man. It sucks trying to like deal with this shit. And your parents are like, do you know what I had to, do you know what I saw when I was a kid? I'm like, yeah. And then you pass that shit on to me, man. Maybe if you had to fix yourself, I wouldn't be doing this. <sighs> so there's where I'm at. Okay, you guys like that. I like that you like that. That makes me happy. Well, some of you liked it more than others. <laughs> Follow me on Twitter, three people. Three, three brown people. Um, the rest of you, you'll figure it out. Um, okay. Okay, good. Oh, yeah, so I... Uh, but I am uh, mixed uh, with colonialism and oppression. Anybody else? Just three again. Okay. Um... <laughs> This is catering to them now at this point. Uh, but being racially ambiguous in life is fine. Uh, it's, it's on Twitter. That's really weird. Like in one week on Twitter, a white dude called me the N-word and a black girl called me a cracker-ass hoe. I was like, this is true racial equality. I am living in the future. I am the future, guys. Um, but I learned my full background uh, when I was 19, now see, okay, so I'm Salvadorian. I thought I was full Salvadorian because uh, my parents were born and raised in El Salvador. Um, and I always thought I was full because I had never been there. I thought this is what we look like. This is definitely not what Salvadorians <laughs> look like. And so I learned my full background. I was 19. My sister was studying abroad in France. And I went to visit her everywhere we went on like the metro, just, just anywhere. Um, the guys were like, hey, you guys are Arabian? Hey, hey, 
Hey, you go to Arabian? Hey, shh, shh, You girls, you girls Arabian, huh? You girls Arabian, huh, huh, huh? Arabian, huh, huh, huh? We're ni- I, like, I'm 19, I'm scared. I'm like, no, we're American. And we ran away. <laughs> ran all the way back to America. And I told my mom, I was like, these creepy guys were asking us if we were American. And we were like, I mean, if we were made Arabia, we were like, no. And my mom was like, yeah, on your dad's side, your grandma's from Lebanon. I was like, what? Since when? <laughs> And that's when I learned that catcalling can help you find your identity. <laughs> it's not all bad. Catcalling gets a bad rap. Women, here's the thing about catcalling. Men hit on women the way men want to be hit on by women. That's a fact. I don't know if that's a fact. I just say it with confidence and you'll believe me. So uh, by a round of applause or any sound, how many women here have ever catcalled a man? None of you? Fucking put your hands together. Jesus Christ. Whitewash that show. Every woman should be catcalling men. We should all be doing it. And here's why. Because, okay, every man has ever react. They all react the same. They all do the same thing when you catcall them. I catcall men all the fucking time. I mean, obviously. I'll use the last guy as my roast, the most recent example of, of like how a guy reacts. This is what happened. So this guy, middle-aged guy, he's cute, he's white, he's pushing a stroller. I don't care. I want to let him know he looks good. <laughs> roll, roll that motherfucking window down. And I was like, hey, cutie, hey, you looking good. Hey. <laughs> and he reacted the same way every man has ever reacted when I catcalled him. He was all, what, me? <laughs> Get out of here, what? All smiling and shit. What? I got a baby. <laughs> Any women here ever roofied a guy before? Okay, all right. N- neither have I, okay? Neither have I. Men don't roofie women. That's fucking stupid. Don't do that shit. Uh, but here's a tip for the ladies. If you're ever at a bar, you see a guy you want to approach, you don't know how to approach him. We, we want to do that shit too. You know, we get nervous. This is what I do. I've had a few. I see a cute guy. I wait for him to, you know, leave his drink. They have a little napkin or coaster over it. Go hover by the drink when they're walking back from the bathroom, wherever they want. You just make direct eye contact. You knock that napkin right off. You just do one of these (laughs) over their drink. Just a little fake sprinkle sprinkle right over their drink. You know what they do every time? a baby and they drink it because they're all fucking idiots alright my name is Marcella I'm glad you guys keep it going put your hands together for your host keep it up for our friend Marcella Marcella well you guys that is our show it is thank you so much for coming out let's hear for everybody you saw tonight We will see you in June. Yeah, we'll see you in That's June. That's Rhea Butcher. That's Cameron Esposito. Have a great rest of your night. Put your hands together. 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 Get ready to laugh. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Get ready to clap. Put your Put your hands together. Put your hands together! 
This is Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season 3 has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, Season 3 is a great jumping on point. And we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Fake nuts. <laughs> Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen <coughs> me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins yeah. has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Uh, yes, I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. <laughs> Oh, Jesus! I mean, Jazos! <laughs> ruler of the Eighth Circle! And that's just the beginning. Season 3 of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.